Yo, what is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the TK Sportscast. So this is going to be quite an episode. This is the first time I'm actually doing this. It is my first NFL. Sorry. I had the burp. Sorry. But it is my first ever NFL mock draft. Um, Last year, I remember I made a draft episode, but... I didn't like it, so I didn't post it. So today, though, we're only going to do the first round. I'm going to give a little bit of insight because the draft is tonight. I'm recording this on Thursday. And I'm only going to give... I'm going to do the top, the first round. Uh, We're going to take a break after pick 16. And then basically give my insight um, about what teams need, what they're going to, who they're going to draft, who I think they're going to draft. And then, yeah, and then we'll just go from there. So, start off, first pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, this is going to be for the second straight season, the Jaguars own the first round pick, the first overall pick. And this is an interesting one, because I remember at the very beginning of this whole draft process, the beginning of the college football season, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, was the number one favorite leading up everyone thought like oh yeah he's gonna go here he's gonna be the number one and then the college football playoffs happened and then Ada Hutchinson from Michigan came in and it was like oh he's the new number one like he's the new guy and then for a little short while it was Evan Neal from Alabama and then it was now it's Trayvon Walker from Georgia and now Every mock draft I see has um, has um, the Jacksonville Jaguars taking Trayvon Walker. Now, for me, I don't see this. I don't think this is going to be the case. Uh, if we look at last season for the Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence was sacked a total of 32 times. He needs protection. The Jaguars, yes, they did get... Um, they did get Brandon Treff. They'd signed wide receivers. They do need to build up their defense. They let go of Miles Jack. They let go of um they basically let go of a lot of like their older guys, but then they signed some other guys. You know? However, I don't see them going defense here. I think I think the right pick for the Jacksonville Jaguars is Evan Neal out of Alabama. Uh, if I can look this up real quick. I'm going to look up his um, his stat, or not his stats, but, I mean, 6'7", 351. I mean, he's he's built. Like, he is he is a very big offensive tackle, and I think, I think the Jaguars need that. I think the Jaguars need that more for um, the first overall pick, and in the second round, then you can go defense. Then third, you can go defense. Like you, you don't need to take the best edge. You don't need to take the best D lineman right away. So I think with the first overall pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Evan Neal. Second pick, the Detroit Lions. Now, Detroit has two first round picks this year. They have two and thirty two. They have thirty second, obviously, from the L A Rams trade for Matt Stafford. Now. Here's an interesting story because now they sent seven pro scouts to look at Kayvon. 
Aiden Hutchison went to Michigan. Then you have Trayvon Walker, who who I looked up, only had nine sacks at Georgia, but was very crucial to the Georgia defense. Now, I don't think they go anywhere wrong with this. If anything, the three edge rushers are there. Now, does Detroit go with a quarterback at two? No. However, I think I know what they go here. And I think the fact that he's here means a good thing for them. And I think they take Aiden Hutchison. It's just the storyline behind that is really, really good. Just he went to Michigan. He he can go to Detroit. Like it's like it's a good feeling for them, you know, third pick Houston Texans. Now I'm looking up on um, PFF dot com and they say the needs for each team. The needs, they say, for Houston is everything. I don't think they go quarterback here in the first round, especially at number three. I don't think they do that. Um, Best player on the board, according to this, is Derek Stingley. I don't think they go with him. Then the second best player is Charles Cross, tackle from Mississippi State. Now, I don't think they go with him either. I think the best move for the Texans to draft Kayvon Thibodeau. He was the number one ranked prospect going into this year, going into um, the college football season, and then he kind of dropped off a little bit. You know, not because he was bad. He had a very good season. It's just in Oregon, you're in the Pac-12. You're not really going to play anyone that good, but you're still a good talent. So I think Houston takes Kayvon Thibodeau. Okay, with the fourth pick, the New York Jets have a lot of options. The needs right now are wide receiver, linebacker, cornerback. I don't see them getting a wide receiver at four. They could possibly at 10, but, oh yeah, and then the, the Jets and Giants have two top 10 picks, so they can definitely beef, either beef up their, de- or their team or completely draft terribly. I don't think they do that, and... With the fourth pick, the New York Jets to select Ahmad Gardner. Now, the story behind Ahmad Gardner is very interesting. He went to Cincinnati, led them to the four seed, and in his entire career in Cincinnati, has not given up a single uh, reception. He's a very good corner. He basically shot out of nowhere, but in my mind, I think he's a good corner. He's definitely going to be the first corner taken. I don't think Stingley has seen enough time for me to sit there and say that he's better than Gardner. I would just have Gardner now. And especially that definitely helps the Jets defense for sure. And then yeah. And then obviously we'll I, I have my prediction for ten, which we'll see. So pick number five, the New York Giants. They did just let go of um they did let they did let go of um, or they did not pick up Daniel Jones's fifth option. So quarterback is definitely in their cards, but I think the Jets, Giants are going to wait for next year to draft one. I don't think they do it here. And right now the best player that I see on the board for them is Charles Cross offensive tackle. Because if you think about it, if you're the Giants, you're going to want to at least help out the next guy. You want to help out the next guy. Now you may reach a conversation. You may reach an agreement with Daniel Jones if he starts playing well. 
you know, which, do I think that's going to happen? Maybe. Do I see it happening? Not really, but I think you go tackle here, just at least help, at least help Daniel Jones for his last year, maybe, and then move on from there. With the sixth pick, Carolina Panthers. Now, the GM has basically said that they might go quarterback here. They might go this. They might go that. I'm thinking it's all smoke and mirrors. I think they're going to go with the quarterback. I don't think they're going to look at any other position. But then the question then becomes, which quarterback do they take? Because Malik Willis is a strong candidate, and so is Kenny Pickett. And personally, I think they're going to go with the number one quarterback on the board, and I think they take Malik Willis. Now, could they go Kenny Pickett? Yes. But do I see them going Kenny Pickett here? No. The reason why I say that is because Malik Willis, during the draft process, the combine, he was basically out there. He was showing himself. He was basically doing everything right, talking to the media right, treating others. Like, I remember the video of him, like, handing out food to the homeless, you know? Like, he's, he's definitely has the, he definitely has the kind side of him, and it shows. Now, does that translate to him being a good quarterback? We'll have to wait and see. And again, you still have Sam Darnold in Carolina. You still have the you still have that aspect of it. So can he can Malik even beat out Sam Darnold for his job? You know, there's a bunch of hype going into it. But we'll have to wait and see. With the seventh pick, New York got this from Chicago. With the fifth pick, they took Charles Cross tackle. I don't think they go tackle again. I think looking at everybody, I see they need edge rusher and linebacker. I don't think you take one of the linebackers now. I think you take an edge rusher, and the best edge rusher is Trayvon Walker. So kind of a big drop-off for the Giants, or for Trayvon Walker, from going to being the number one pick back down to seven. But still, Trayvon Walker wasn't a bad addition for uh, the Giants. Trayvon Walker Trayvon Walker is one of those where he just shot up out of nowhere but where I from remembering watching Georgia in the national in the national championship and then the the semifinal game he was lights out. He didn't let up a single thing like he was he was good, you know. But will that translate over to the league? I don't know. With the 8th pick, the Atlanta Falcons. Now, Atlanta's interesting. They say they need a quarterback. They need guard, center, D-line, corner. I don't think they go with any of their team needs right now. I think if I'm Atlanta, I'm going to look to wide receiver because your wide receiving core is very bad right now with Calvin Ridley being suspended. And personally, the wide receiver who the wide receiver who sticks out the most is Jamison Williams from Alabama, and I think they will take him. Now, you lose Calvin Ridley for a year, then you bring in Jamison Williams, and then Calvin Ridley can come back if he wants to stay, which is a whole different scenario. Do I think do I think Calvin Ridley stays? It's tough to say, but at least Atlanta has found their backup in case Calvin Ridley leaves. And then pick number nine, Seattle Seahawks. They say they need a quarterback, tie, or not tight end, sorry, tackle, edge rusher, corner. Now, I've seen reports 
that that Seattle likes Derek Singley Jr. And it just so happens that Derek Singley Jr. is still here at nine. So I think this is going to be a no-brainer for Seattle. I think they take Derek Singley Jr. Uh, with the 10th pick, the Jets. So if you remember four, they drafted Ahmad Gardner. At 10, I think they draft this man who has been falling for a minute. And I don't see it going any, any other way. I think with the 10th pick, Seattle helps their secondary more, and they draft Kyle Hamilton, safety out of Notre Dame. With the 11th pick, the Washington Commanders, their first ever draft pick for the Washington Commanders is going to be... Hmm, it's tough because I don't know what they need. I think they take... I think they take an edge rusher. Or no, they take a tackle. And the best tackle on the board, Akeem Aquanu from North Carolina State. With the 12th pick, the Minnesota Vikings select Trent McDuffie, cornerback from Washington. Now, Trent McDuffie, he's not the number one corner. He's not the number two. He's the number three at best. And Minnesota would want someone like Derek Stingley or even Ahmad Gardner to fall. Or even Kyle Hamilton. But I don't see it going that way. And I think they just take the best cornerback on the board. So Trent McDuffie's there, which... Watching his highlights, he's not a bad corner. It's just he just has to be on the right team in the right system. So we're going to have to wait and see on that one. With a 13th pick, Cleveland – or no, sorry. With a 13th pick, Houston again. So Houston took edge rusher last time. I don't see them taking another edge rusher. I think they take a wide receiver here. Best wide receiver on the board is Drake London, and I think they take Drake London with a 13th pick. Next up, Baltimore Ravens. Um, Baltimore is a very interesting story because you need D-line. You need um, you need a lot of things, really. But I think they take edge rusher George Karloftis. With the 15th pick, first out of two, Philly. Philly needs linebacker and de- defensive back help. And... It just so happens that the number one linebacker on the board is there at 15, and I think that Philly gets him, Devin Lloyd from Utah. Now, Philly is a very interesting story for him because, I mean, if you remember last year, if you were a Philly fan, you would watch, you would pretty much watch um, basically the, the middle, the trenches basically just being exploited. Like, teams would just run on Philly, that's all they had to do. The linebackers were not good, so I feel like my or I feel like Philly's gonna go with a linebacker first, and then look for to strengthen their defensive secondary. So it's gonna be tough to see for tonight, but I think they definitely go. I think they both in the first round they'll both draft defense, and then yeah, pretty much. Uh, pick sixteen, uh, the New Orleans Saints. Uh, they say they need a quarterback, a wide receiver, and then a tackle. Thing is, is if you remember, New Orleans has Jameis Winston right now a quarterback. Uh, hopefully he can play a full year. I don't think they pick a quarterback here. I think they take Garrett Wilson, Ohio State wide receiver. Garrett Wilson was the number one wide receiver at Ohio State. Um, he's a physical receiver. He's big. And I think it definitely helps them pair him up with uh, Michael Thomas. And also, he could be the number one if Michael Thomas does end up getting hurt. Uh, 
But so basically to go over all, all 16 picks before we go to a break, I have Evan Neal, tackle, going number one, Ada Hutchison going to Detroit, Kayvon going to Houston, Ahmad Gardner going to the Jets, Charles Cross going to New York, Malik Willis going to Carolina, Trayvon Walker going to New, uh, the Giants, Jameson Williams going to Atlanta, Derek Stingley going to Seattle, Kyle Hamilton going to New York, the Jets, uh, Akeem Aquanu going to the Commanders, um, Trent McDuffie going to the Vikings, Drake London going to Houston, um, Carl Loftus going to the Ravens, Devin Lloyd going to uh, Philly, and then Garrett Wilson going to New Orleans. So that's just the first 16, and we're going to take it to a short break, and when we come back, I will do the rest of the first round. So see you soon. And we are back. So to just instantly jump in, with the 17th pick, I have the uh, Los Angeles Chargers taking Bernard Rayman, a uh, tackle from Central Michigan. Now, Chargers are a very interesting story. They definitely beefed up their defense. They got better. Um, I feel like now it's just building up the offensive line to protect Justin Herbert. So the best one, the best tackle on the board is Bernard Bernhard, I think that's how you say his name. I'd need to look that up, but but last year you drafted um uh who did they draft last year? Um hold on, give me one second to see who they drafted. What was his name? Uh it's gonna hurt because I don't remember his name. I know it was I know it was another tackle. I know that. Rashid Rashawn Slater. Okay. Yeah, that's who they drafted last year, Rashawn Slater. And I just feel like just keeping it up, like you might as well, because you already have the quarterback, you have the receiving core for a little bit, you have the secondary now, you have the defensive end, you have the, you have the, basically you have the defense, you have the edge rushers, you have all that, but you still need a little bit more help at the offensive line. So I feel like them going tackle here wouldn't be a surprise. So with the 18th pick, so that's why I say the Chargers take another tackle here. With the 18th pick, the Philadelphia Eagles select Jordan Davis, D-lineman from Georgia. Now, the reason why I say they draft him is because if you're a Philly fan, you got to think about it. You need, to, you need to hit on both of your defensive picks. I think Devin Lloyd can be the starter for you for a while. I think Devin Lloyd is, that, is going to be able to take that next step. Now, you take Jordan Davis here because he's already a proven enough athlete to he's already proven enough athlete to he's a proven enough athlete based on the competition he's played the champion the bowl uh the um the national championship he won that's why you're taking him so in my mind i see this as this is a no no doubter. Plus, Fletcher Cox is getting old. Javon, Javon Hargrave, you're, they're paying a lot of money, and you might want to just be ready for um, uh, Fletcher Cox just to leave, you know, or not leave or retire. So Jordan Davis is he's a he's very fast D lineman. Uh, forgot what he ran at the combine. I think it was a four eight five, which for a guy who's that big, you're not supposed to do that, but he can do it. 
So it's one of those. That's why I see them taking Jordan Davis if he's still there. So at 19, you have the New Orleans Saints. Now, they 16, they drafted Garrett Wilson. I don't think they go with another receiver. I think they go with a quarterback here. And the quarterback that people, he could either go 6 or he could go 19. And I think here at 6, or here at 19, I think we see the second quarterback taken. And I think the New Orleans Saints take Kenny Pickett out of Pittsburgh. Now, this draft class just has not a lot of quarterbacks that are from like proven schools. So that's going to be the problem for these teams who are thinking about quarterback but don't know if they should go the quarterback route. Now, Kenny Pickett had a very good year at, at Pitt. He was, I think he was ACC player of the year. I think he was. I don't know. I could be wrong there. But he was a, he, I remember all the hype around him. I remember watching him play and I was like, man, he's, he's actually really good. But could it progress? And again, he's going to be competing with Jameis Winston. And then we'll just have to see how that goes. I think this isn't a, he's going to instantly start. I think it's going to be he'll take a year or two and then start. So, and that's and that's really if you if you want to break down this quarterback class into one saying, it's they're going to they're not some of them are not going to start right away. I would say teams are going to start off with the quarterback they already have and then if that quarterback starts playing terribly, then you put him in. And I see Kenny Pickett as that exact scenario that's going to happen. So, now, with pick number 20, the Pittsburgh Steelers have options here. They need a quarterback, and they need a tackle. They just signed Mitchell Trubisky, and I feel like a lot of these quarterbacks are not going to be... A lot of these quarterbacks are still going to be there for them to take. So I don't think they waste their uh, number 20 pick on a quarterback. They need a tackle, and I have them taking Tyler Smith out of Tulsa. Just because... If you think about it, the defense got a little bit better, signing Miles Jack. Um, the wide receivers are decent. Deontay Johnson, uh, Chase Claypool. Then you have Najee Harris, who was a stud for them last year. And then then you go into, um, I mean, Mitchell Trubisky, you know. Now you just need to really just protect him, you know. And then look towards, I think the Steelers are going to look towards next year's draft to get a quarterback. I think they're going to service, they're going to be serviceable with Trubisky, get a top 10 pick, and then take, and then take a quarterback next year. Because I feel like that's going to be the scenario for a lot of these teams. They're not going to want to take a quarterback now when next year you have Bryce Young out of Alabama. You have uh, CJ Stroud out of, um, out of Ohio State. You don't have DJ, uh, I don't know how to say his last name. I'm, I'm on Omega out of uh, Clemson, you know, or you don't have the Coastal Carolina guy. You know, there's, there's not going to be, there's not going to be the question mark about, hey, are these guys up to the task? So that's, I think they're going to, Pittsburgh is going to stay safe and just draft a tackle. Uh, with the 21st pick, the New England Patriots, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what we're going to take. We need corner, but the top corners are gone except for one. 
And wide receiver is also a position we need to – linebacker would help. But – and right now the linebacker is N'Kobe Dean out of Georgia. The wide receivers are Chris Olav and Sky Moore. And then the cornerback is Andrew Booth Jr. So I would say at 21, there is a lot of upside here for them. Now, thinking in the mind of Belichick, we lost corners. We lost J.C. Jackson. We traded Stephon Gilmore. I don't see a world where... I don't see a world where we just take a wide receiver here. I can't see it. As much as I would love Chris Olave on the team, I don't see us picking a wide receiver here. I And I think, under Bill Belichick's mind, I think we're going to take Andrew Booth Jr., cornerback out of Clemson. Just because that's the smart thing to do. Edge rushing, it also says we need an edge rusher. I don't think we do that in the first round. I think we wait to the second and then I think we just take the best cornerback on the board, and that's Andrew Booth Jr. So, 22nd overall pick, Packers. They need a wide receiver. They're not going to hesitate. They're going to take Chris Olave. Chris Olave. He was number two at Ohio State. He had very good numbers going into this year. And plus, you just lost, um, you just lost Devontae Adams. You need to pick a wide receiver for, for Aaron Rodgers to throw to. And I think the best one on the board is Chris Olaf, and you need to take him. 23rd, 23rd pick, Arizona. I think they take Tyler Linder, Linderbaum out of Iowa. He's the best center. You need to protect Kyler. Kyler's a scrambler. You need to get at least, you need to at least get offensive line to help out Kyler more. Uh, 24th pick, Dallas. They need O line more than anything, but. When looking at it, they got rid of uh, Jalen Smith. They lost Leighton Van Der Esch. I think they take N'Kobe Dean out of Georgia. Just because N'Kobe Dean is one of those linebackers who he's proven, he's there, and I don't see him really going. I don't really see him going. I don't see him dropping out of the first round. So I think Dallas takes N'Kobe Dean. Uh, 25th pick, uh, Buffalo. Says they need a wide receiver. I don't think they go wide receiver. I think they need D-line or they need a running back. I think they can wait for running back. I think they can get a running back in the second round. So right now the best option for D-line is Devontae Wyatt out of Georgia. And I think just taking that Georgia team and having it on yours is really, really good. So I think I think the Buffalo Bills to take Devontae Wyatt. Uh, 26 pick. Um, the Tennessee Titans says they need a wide receiver, a guard, center, edge rusher. I think they do take a wide receiver here just because you got to make sure that A.J. Brown stays at least. But if not, you at least have this guy. And I've seen in the, and Sky Moore is the one I'm talking about. Sky Moore from Western Michigan. He's he's really jumped up in draft boards. And I think he's going to go first round at 26 to the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Tampa Bay just got their quarterback back. They need they need offensive linemen to or interior offensive linemen to help. And right now the best option for them is Zion Johnson, guard from Boston College. So now with so now twenty eight the Green Bay picks again, and this is their own pick. 
So 22nd, they pick Chris Olave. Olave, sorry. 28, I don't see them going another wide receiver here. They also need O-line, but I feel like they're going to double dip on wide receiver. And I have them picking George Pickens, wide receiver from Georgia. I think if Green Bay can pull out two wide receivers in the first round, I think they will be set for their future. And honestly, it's it'll be the best case scenario for Aaron Rodgers. If he can if the Green Bay Packers are not stooges in the front office and they pick like a quarterback or a defensive end when they don't need it, if they take two wide receivers and I and they got two pretty good ones, George George Pickens and Chris Olave. I think those are the best two case scenarios for them. And I think their offense will just be perfectly fine if they go that route. So next up, we have a two-pick. The Chiefs have 29 and 30. So I'm just going to do them both together. Uh, With the 29th pick, Kansas City takes Travis Jones from UConn. They just need D-linemen, and there's not really D-linemen elsewhere. I just think they take him. And then... With the 30th pick, I have the Kansas City Chiefs taking Kair Elam, cornerback from Florida. I remember he was a top 15 pick for a while, and he's still he's still a good corner. But if you think about it in this way, Kansas City lost Tra- uh, Tyron Matthew. Kair Elam can play secondary. He could play safety if he needs to. He's a plug-and-play player. He's a very versatile player. He's very good in coverage, and I feel like if you're Kansas City, you need that. You need more help on the defensive side. So that's why I see them going D-line and corner. So that's why I have them. Uh, 31, the Cincinnati Bengals. They need they need um, guard and center help. They need offensive line pretty much. I don't see them going any other route. I see them pick, taking... Kenyon Green from Texas A&M at guard. And then with the last pick in the first round, it goes to the Detroit Lions. Now, if you remember, they take Aiden Hutchison, edge rusher. I think they take I think they take a quarterback here. I think they're going to take a quarterback just because uh Jared Goff is not really it. Plus, you can also Plus, you can also think about it and then have him st- have at least have a quarterback to compete against Jared Goff. And I think the best quarterback they say on uh, PFF.com is Sam Howe. And then second is Desmond Ritter. I don't think they go with any of those quarterbacks. I think they go with Matt Corral from Ole Miss. Now, I will sh- tell you my picks when it shows it to me now but just to speak on that about um Matt Corral very good year at Ole Miss he was he led the he led the SEC in like rushing touchdowns I believe for a quarterback he's not a bad pocket presence he's not terrible at uh reading defenses it's just Detroit he's going there with the late first round pick just to compete against Jared Goff. And I think that's what's more important for the Lions because and if Macarell plays bad, you just you just start Jared Goff. And you know, and you help and you hope that Matt Corral can one day be your quarterback of the future. It's just 
this year it's hard for the playoff. It's hard for the draft this year for quarterbacks because a lot of them aren't proven and a lot of them don't come from like the big name programs and people don't really know like what they're capable of. So to kind of review the um to kind of review the last picks at 17 I had the uh LA Chargers taking Bernhard Ray- Rayman uh and just to sum it up again I think the Chargers take a tackle here just to help Justin Herbert help the help protect him help give him more time uh 18 I had the Philly I had I had Philly taking Jordan Davis. He's a very he's a very stud D lineman. He was very crucial in Georgia. I think he's going to be able to replace. Um, I think he's going to be able to replace uh, Fletcher Cox when he le- when he retires, and he's a very impactful player like right away. Uh, Nineteen, I had the New Orleans Saints taking Kenny Pickett. Uh, reason why I did that was because. I feel like Jameis Winston could start playing bad and they need the backup and then Kenny Pickett could be there and just take over the job. But it's also just someone to compete with Jameis Winston for the number one job. Uh, pick 20, I had the Pittsburgh Steelers taking Tyler Smith, uh, tackle. I feel like since Kenny Pickett's gone, I feel like Philly or I feel like Pittsburgh doesn't really like the quarterback market there. They feel like they can get a quarterback later on and I feel like they just take the tackle just to help out Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, 21, I had New England taking Andrew Booth Jr. Thinking in the mind of the Patriots, we lost our starting corner and our backup corner, uh, Jonathan or Jonathan Jones. I think that yeah, Jonathan Jones. Uh, he's a he's he's a good corner. He's just not a number one corner. Andrew Booth Jr. is a number one corner. Uh, pick number 22, the Packers take Chris Olave, uh, wide receiver. I think they need a wide receiver. I don't see them going any other route in the first round. I could be wrong. I The Packers are known for boneheaded moves, and this could be one of them where they don't take the best wide receiver on the board. But for me, I think they, they're they smart. <laughs> they're going to be smart and take the wide receiver. Uh, 23, the Cardinals take Tyler Linderbaum. Uh, I think they just need more offensive lineman help, give Kyler a little bit more time. And I think that's the smart move for them. Uh, pick 24, uh, Dallas takes N'Kobe Dean from Georgia. I think since they got they lost Leighton Van Der Esch, they let go of Jalen Smith, I feel like they need more linebacker help, especially if Parsons is going to be playing the defensive end position a lot more. I feel like they need a linebacker who can drop back in coverage. Could also rush too, but I feel like they're going to need the more um, versatile linebacker, and that's why I have them pick N'Kobe Dean. Uh, 25, Buffalo takes Devontae Wyatt. I see them going more D-line just because last year or their guys now are getting older. Devontae Wyatt is a very good presence. It's a very good burst in young energy, and I think that's why they take him. Uh, 26, I had Tennessee taking Sky Moore. I feel like having him, very fast receiver. I feel like having him alongside of A.J. Brown gives Tannehill a little bit more options. Helps um, open up the offense, too, for Derrick Henry. So they're not just going to be able to run. They also have another wide receiver who can catch the ball and make big-time plays. Uh, 27, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers select Zion Johnson. You need to help protect Tom Brady. You have the you have the tackles. You just need to work inside. 
and if one of your guys gets hurt again like they did in the playoffs, then you have then you have the plug and play guy. Uh, 28, George uh, George Pickens, wide receiver from Georgia going to Green Bay. Again, same reason why I said they take Chris Olave. It's because you need to have more options for Rodgers. He needs to be able to throw the ball. George Pickens is a true is a number 1. Chris Olave could play the 2. You have a lot of physical physicality at your receiving core now. You have a lot more potential big-time plays. And plus, Green Bay just needs receiver help now. So I see them taking two wide receivers in the first round. Uh, 29, I had the Kansas City Chiefs take Travis Jones. Again, you need the defensive line help. A lot of your guys are getting older. And plus, you're going to have to pay them eventually. And normally, norm, more times than not, you're not going to. Because you can just draft one, so that's why, and that's why Travis Jones is here. Uh, pick thirty, Kansas City takes Kyrie Elam. You need help in the secondary. You lost Tyron Matthew. Your other safeties and corners are slow. A lot of them can't make big time plays, so I see them taking Kyrie Elam here. Uh, Thirty one, I have Cincinnati taking Kenyon Green. Uh, he's a guard. He's gonna help protect Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow got sacked more than Andrew Luck did in his first year. And in in the playoffs, I believe he was sacked a total of nine times in the span of four games, which is not good. And if you want your quarter, if you want your franchise quarterback to play for a long time, you need to protect him. So I see. Even though Cincinnati did make upgrades at offensive line in the off season, I think that trend continues with with their uh, drafting of offensive line. And then last pick, uh, thirty two, the Detroit Lions take Matt Corral. You're doing this again, as I said, to just compete with Jared Goff. Just be ready. Just have him get ready to play because Jared Goff is going to start. I I think Jared Goff is going to start um, playing terribly, and so now you have Matt Corral who's learning under him, and he's very good quarterback. I think he's, I think he's going to be there long term. I hope he does. I like Matt Corral. I think he's very very good, but thing is, is only time will tell. You know and. Again, if you're watching the draft, I could be right in all my picks. I don't think I am. I think teams are going to do something stupid, but that's just me. So, again, or that is that is the end of this mock draft. I hope to plan to do this every year, and probably on Sunday, I will have an episode out about my reaction to the draft, how I feel about it, and then... Say what I got right, say what I got wrong, and then go, pretty much go from there. But I'm pretty sure Friday we're going to have an NBA episode up with me and Ryan talking about um, the first round, if obviously all the teams finish it out. But we're going to have a talk about the second round, what we see, what we expect, and then just go from there. But again, thank you so much for uh, listening. Thank you for just tuning in, tuning into this, um, to the show. Uh, yeah, pretty much. But again, uh, go share with your brother, go share it, go like it, go, uh, download it, go tell your parents, go tell everybody, you know, who likes football, anyone who likes basketball, honestly, anyone who likes any sports and talking about them, just send them this podcast and it'll be a greatly appreciated. And Hey, if you think I'm wrong, just let me know. I don't think I am, but that's okay. That's, that's a different conversation, but Other than that, Kyle, 